Well, hey friends, welcome to episode number 64 of the Created to Thrive podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about how to receive the desires of your heart. And I share a live teaching I did with my friend Chris Cree of New Creations Ministries. And every month we do a live teaching. And this time I wanted to talk about really Psalm 37.4, where it says, delight yourself also in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. And I want to focus on those emotional desires that we have that often we don't even recognize what they are. And God wants us to connect with him in such a deep and authentic way to heal our brokenness so we can experience his freedom, joy, and peace. And if you've listened to me at all, you know that 3 John 2 is really a key scripture for this podcast that says, Beloved, above all things, I wish that you would prosper in all things and be in health, even as your soul prospers. And our soul prospering is key to having a thriving life. So we're going to dive into that today. And I recently had conducted a coaching session with Chris. It was more of an impromptu one we had uh, the week prior. And it was interesting to see how he allowed himself to recognize the strong emotions and some unhealthy coping strategies to really drill down with the Lord to see what those deep emotional needs were and then to engage God in prayer to really have him meet Chris where he was at and fulfill those emotional desires. So we're going to talk about that today because God is a heart God and we are to love him with our whole heart, mind, soul, and strength. And we are spirit, soul, body, and spiritual growth and emotional wellness go hand in hand. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So grab a pen and paper so you can take notes if you want or just listen along. And if you are interested in a coaching session with me, I do an eight-week program, which is really a thriving living program. And we go into really how do you recognize those um, strongholds or those um, things that are holding you back from living a smaller life than you know that you were created to live or unhealthy coping strategies and really connecting with God in a deeper way to know his true character and nature, to connect with him on a heart level and to become who he created you to be. So if that's something that you're interested in, reach out to me at lori at lauriksnyder.com. We'll schedule a free breakthrough call, and I will give you more of the information about what's involved in that uh, spiritual growth and emotional wellness program. All right, let's get on with the show. Welcome to Created to Thrive. I'm your host, Lori Snyder. If you desire a deeper connection with God, want to know your value and purpose, then you, my friend, are in the right place. I will teach God's Word in a simple and practical way to equip and empower you to become who He created you to be, because you were created to thrive. Do you want 
to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our Two for Tuesday broadcast. I'm your host, Chris Cree, and today we are going to talk about the desires of your heart. Oh, my goodness. Just stand by. Buckle up. Get ready. It's going to be a great episode because today I have with us Miss Lori Snyder. This is actually, I mean, you were regularly scheduled. We'd scheduled you to be here, I don't know, a month or more ago, and yet the topic just kind of came out in the last week yeah. is really. So I'm excited about this episode because you and I had a conversation earlier in the week. You called about something else entirely. And then we ended up talking about something else entirely, which turned <laughs> into, Hey, let's talk about the desires of our heart. So yeah. do you want to just kind of give us some background so that people understand? Well, actually, I don't know. How do you want to do this? You want me to share? You want to share? What do you want to do first? Let's have you share first, because okay. I think it's very important. We come from your standpoint okay. because I think a lot of people can relate to that okay. and then I can jump in. Okay. Well, um, just for everybody else, I mean, Lori, I mean, her, what she does is she's a life coach. All right. It's really neat to have friends who are life coaches because every now and then you get an impromptu coaching session, which is exactly <laughs> what happened. And, and I didn't realize it, but I was dealing with some, some challenges and she was like, well, let's talk about that. I'm like, okay, I had time. So, we're talking about the desires of our hearts. And, you know, that was one of the questions you asked me, well, what, what, what do you want? I'm like, well, I don't know. I want to serve God. I, you know, and I had all these spiritual answers, which are good and they're, they're true, but it doesn't get deep down to the deep heart issues. And part of the challenge I think that I was facing is that I was born again through a faith stream that taught that, if you enjoyed it, if you liked doing it, that was probably your flesh and that probably wasn't God. And that's not scriptural. And, and, and actually their theology may not even believe that, but that's, that's what I took away from what I was taught. So, you know, maybe I was confused, but I kind of don't think I was because I've talked to other people <laughs> that had similar kinds of mindsets. Right. And, you know, I understand intellectually. Joy is one third of the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. Well, if joy is a third of the kingdom of God, then obviously it's not all drudgery. <laughs> you know, it's not we don't like it, or it's only the things we don't like that's of God. Right. You know, and really kind of the, the fear I had was that God would send me to, you know, uh, a mud hut in the deepest, darkest Africa, if I was going to serve him, because that was something I did not want to do. Right. Um, unfortunately, God sent me to a first world country, at least, and I went to Scotland. So it was a whole different experience. But my point is this. The Bible says that God, if we delight ourselves in the Lord, he'll give us the desires of our heart. And, and I didn't really have a revelation of that. Yeah. You know, I thought, well, if I delight myself in the Lord, he'll, you know, put desire, he'll put godly desires in me. He'll make me want to go to the deepest, darkest Africa. And that's not really what it's getting at, is it, Lori? No, no. So, well, there's so much in there, what you just shared. So, um, 
first of all, we are a three-part being. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've talked about this before. We're a spirit, soul, and a body. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we focus so much on the spiritual aspect of us, but really it's the soul realm, our mind, our will, emotion, which involves our imagination and personality. That's the part that is being transformed because our spirit has already been transformed. We're born again. We're brand new, sealed with the Holy Spirit. The fruit of the spirit resides in in the spirit, but it's going to be evident as it comes out through our soul. And so it's not just taking our thoughts captive and making them obedient to Christ, which we tend to think, I've got to renew my mind by looking at my thoughts because my thoughts produce emotion, which will produce a, um, if I think about it long enough, it will eventually become a belief, then a Mm -hmm. lifestyle, right? So there's that progression. But what I have found is that what are those deep desires of my heart that can only, first of all, be met in having a relationship with the Lord? Mm-hmm. Not looking to other people to meet those, even though that's part of it, because we're we have the vertical relationship and then the horizontal relationship. And then the body part is actually going to send us cues to when things are not right, when we're not having those deep desires met. And when I'm talking about deep desires, I'm going to be talking about the emotional desires mm-hmm. and what you're, what you were talking about is, and we've, we talked about this last week was you were taught the desires of the flesh are really bad. Yeah. Just like a lot of times where we think emotions are really bad. We're mm. not going to pay attention to our emotions. We're going to harness them. We're going to put those down because we're going to live by the spirit of God. Mm. While that sounds good, relationally, it doesn't work very well. Yeah, because it ends up focusing on behavior Correct. And then it becomes a list of rules of do's and don'ts and the law just strengthens sin and it right. will never transform us by focusing right. on our behavior. We have to focus on something different. And the reality is we focus on the truth of God's word. We focus on the person of, of Jesus Christ, the, the father, the Holy spirit. Yeah. And, and you were saying something, you, you brought up something that you said we're three part beings, body, soul, and spirit. And, and I was thinking as you were talking about that, we all as believers understand that we need to, to feed our spirit. We, we need to feed on good spiritual food, Correct. you know, in the word of God in particular, in scripture. We need to f- renew our minds by transforming our soul, by focusing on that. But it's spiritual food. It's food for our spirit. At the same time, we are not just spiritual beings. Correct. We're spirit, soul, and body. So we have to consume healthy food for our soul. Correct. And what does that look like? It's things that bring us joy. I mean, I, I well, me, I, I've always just been in awe of sunrises and sunsets, really pretty sunrises, really pretty sunsets, always just kind of, you know, give just take my breath away, if you will. And I, I can remember back in the day when I was working on the ships, uh, you know, cargo ships, I worked in a marine terminal and there were times when we worked all night long. And my job was to tell tell them where to put the containers and the cargo on the ship so that when the ship left, it was straight and level. It wasn't leaning over or anything like that. And it would get to the its destination safely. Yeah. And, you know, I can remember there were times living, we lived in North Florida, where you live in Florida as well. We were in the Jacksonville area and the, the St. John's River, I would sometimes drive home along the river 
you know, because I had to do paperwork after the ship sailed, and it was usually 30, 40 minutes after the ship sailed when I left. But there were times when I just, I'd say, I'm going to take the long way. I'm going to drive up the river just so I can see the ship in the river and, and know that I did that. Yeah. And then there were times on that drive, because it's on the East Coast, the sun's coming up. I would just have to pull off at a, at a rest stop and just watch the sunrise. Yeah. And it fed my soul. Yeah. So, so there's things that we do that feed our soul. Likewise, we have to feed our body healthy spiritual, healthy physical food right? because we're spirit, soul, and body. We can't right. just believe God for our hydration. We have to right. drink water. <laughs> yeah. And so, so as you were talking about that, that's all that stuff was going through my mind. Sorry. Yeah. Well, and that's where with, with Psalm 37, 4, delighting yourself in the Lord. So mm -hmm. delight means to be soft and delicate and pliable. Um, and, and it's in the Lord. So it's this deep connection that we were created for deep connection. Mm -hmm. And, and here's God, that, here's that scripture for folks, just so they can okay. see it. Psalm 37, four, it says, delight yes. yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. We've referred to that verse multiple times. So I just yeah. wanted to put it on the screen so people could see it. Yeah. And, and I want to talk about the emotional, because a lot of times when we read that, we think, oh, God has, we go to Jeremiah 29, 11, God mm -hmm. has great plans for me to give me a hope and a future. Well, or the dreams, right? What I want to talk about is the focusing on what I have found in, in going deeper in my intimate relationship with the Lord to really um, live out who he has called me to be is looking at those desires of my heart. So let's talk about what those are. Mm. Belonging and acceptance. To be included, approved of. And, you know, part of me with moving so much, I never felt like I belonged. Okay. And so, um, or accepted because I am different. I, I, I know that I'm very passionate. And for some people, that's just too much and, and it's okay. But passionate meaning for the Lord, right? Like yeah, where yeah. it's like, I just love God's you're, word. You're an all in kind of person. You don't do I things am. that way. <laughs> I am. But here's the thing. I can't look to people or places or things to have that need met. So mm. what I started looking at was what am I feeling right now? So looking at my feelings to recognize how am I feeling? What's happening? Where am I carrying stress in my body? And am I wanting to really run away from something? Do I want to like rise up and fight, like stand for what I believe in? Or do I feel like I'm shrinking back or I'm just um, playing small to fit in so no one recognizes me because I want to belong? Mm. And so I would play small and I okay. wouldn't say much. And that's not good because now I can't be authentic to who I am. And so what I started doing was re realizing, no, I have desires of my heart to be belong, to feel belonging and accepted, to um, know that my value and worth was not in what I did, but who God made me. But then what I have to do is drill down to start asking God questions. What does he say about me? Yeah. And one of my favorite questions is, God, how can I rest in your love for me right now? So instead of looking to get love from other people or even in um, a sense of what I do for others, God, you, you are love. I'm created in your image and your likeness. How am I like you? Or what do you love about me? What do you like about me? And so what I would start doing was looking at, 
how do I encounter God in that way, in my sanctified imagination, where I see with my inner man, right? The mm -hmm. eyes of my understanding. I hear with my spiritual ears, or I have his felt sense presence of Jesus is with me. He's Emmanuel, God with me, right? Yeah. And so that just started opening up a whole new experience of emotional healing and wholeness, to where Mark four talks about the condition of our heart being dependent upon how much of that word is going to get rooted in us. Yeah. And that's, I think, Lori, a good point to bring up is that some people discount the emotional stuff and, right. and they say, well, if you just get your head in the word and you just renew your mind, the emotional stuff will take care of itself. And to some degree it kind of does, but mostly for most of us, it doesn't. Right. Um, well, the, the wounds are in our soul. Mm -hmm. The trauma responses, you're going to start hearing a lot about trauma responses in everyday circles because it's very valid and very real. And unfortunately, the church as a whole has not been equipped to help people with those experiences they've encountered that produce negative beliefs, false mm -hmm. beliefs. We talk about these negative beliefs or false beliefs, but we don't address how do you heal those? And well, Jesus and, soul wounds. Yeah, and absolutely. And and what you, the, I think the reason we're going to hear a lot about that is because the whole planet, all of humanity has just gone through two years of a pretty yes. significant trauma with the whole yes. COVID thing. Yes. And so people are, th th that's going to create a, a whole bunch of emotional challenges, if you will, that are going to have to be sorted through. And fortunately, Jesus is up for the task. Yeah. You know, he is the one solution that doesn't come with extra baggage. Right. So he came to bind up the brokenhearted. Well, mm -hmm. our heart is a combination of our spirit and soul. And you know, it's not in the spirit part because that's pure, right? That's where yeah. love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control re reside. But how we're going to experience that is got to come through that soul realm. Yeah. our thoughts and our feelings and our declarations. And I, I've seen too many people, and I was one too, trying to just declare the word, stand on the word, believe the word. And that is true. But if my heart is not established in knowing how much God loves me and that it's a finished work, there's this combination of allowing Jesus to bind up my brokenhearted to heal past wounds and hurts. So that word then will become reality for me to where I can then stand and declare knowing if God be for me, who can be against me and not just in my brain, but truly in my heart. Yeah. Well, in the heart, it says to, um, let me, let me just, that's the word. That's what I'm looking for. There's a, there's a Bible verse that I want to, um, where is it? That, uh, I think it's in Proverbs, actually. Let's go to Proverbs. Um, there it is. It's 423. That's the one. How did you <laughs> know that's so good? Because that's a key uh, one. Or, yeah. Well, let me, let me just put this on the screen before yeah. we go there. This is, again, this is the verse we have been talking about is delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. I want to focus in on that word heart as we go to the next passage of Proverbs 4.23, which says, keep your heart with all diligence for out of it springs the issues of life. So our heart acts as, as the control valve 
that allows what is in our spirit to come through to our soul and affect the world around us yeah. or our own world. Yeah. yeah. So that heart, it's so vital that we protect it. But at the same time, God is saying, not only are you protecting it, not only is he protecting it for us, because Philippians 4 says that, you know, when we, we cast our cares on Jesus, that, that the peace of God will guard our hearts. Mm-hmm. All right. So God is guarding our hearts, but he also says he'll give us the desires of our hearts. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. So let's just, I want to just define some of these core desires that we have. Um, okay. So I've already said belonging and acceptance, mm-hmm. love and connection. Okay. And a, a key one for that would be like to be chosen, to be cared for. Um, and that connection is, like I said, we were created for deep connection, not just with the Lord, but with other people. But a lot of times guarding our heart means we're going to be guarded. We're going to protect our own heart and not let anyone in, not allow us to take the risk to love others because we might get hurt. And so- and that, that, path ends up being apart from God. Correct. When we, when we guard our hearts apart from God, we, we stop trusting. Yeah. Yeah. And faith really is risking. Mm-hmm. Faith is believing and trusting God and taking that risk. So allowing him, like you said, allowing him to protect our heart. And so that would be one of the questions I would ask the Lord, Jesus, how do you want to protect my heart going into this situation? If I have to be around difficult people, Mm-hmm. To not allow them to infect me, so so to speak, but just to say, I can be around difficult people and not allow them to hurt my heart and mm-hmm. and not be so guarded that I um, I say I am a conduit of God's life, light, and love. Okay. And I can only do that. It's like a hose, right? A garden hose is what the image he had given me one mm-hmm. time. A garden hose is soft and pliable. It's not the source. It's hooked up to the source, the spigot. It turns it on and it allows it to go where it needs to go. And so as long as I am soft and allowing myself to surrender to God's love, and that's another thing that people have a hard time with. Like you were saying, oh, if I surrender to God, he might send me to Africa and I don't want to go to Africa. Yeah. Well, that's not a desire you have mm-hmm. and it's not a gifting you perhaps have. And so why would he do that? He's a loving, kind and good father. So we get this warped sense of, of thinking what these desires of our hearts are, but it's to feel that love and connection. Um, another one is understanding. And that translates to be seen, heard, Um, to be known, you know, we're created to know and be known, but if we're guarded, self-protectant, we're really not going to show up in our authentic self. And that's what you were talking about earlier, where you would go into situations and you would just kind of withdraw into the background or or just kind of blend in rather than being that passionate, authentic self. Yeah, because I had had negative experiences that shut me down and I didn't know how to process it emotionally. And I'm telling you, it didn't matter how much word I put in. I could say till the cows come home, so to speak, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. But I'm not feeling that in my heart from the stance of 
that desire being met to be known and understood. And so and how did, how did you, how did you cross that bridge then? How did you, you close that gap? Well, one was forgiveness. Okay. I had to forgive people. I had to forgive myself too, because I would say, how did I get in this situation again? How did I get duped or how did I let my guard down to get hurt? And that really, it came from having that intimate relationship with God. First of all, knowing God is not mad at me, yeah. not being conscious of my sin, of my missing the mark. Those two things. Say, when you say not being conscious of your missing the mark, I mean, how can you, how can you, not be conscious of it. Explain that, please. Not holding it against myself. Okay. So you're not Lord, focused on it. You're like, yep, I missed the mark. And then you move past it. Lord, what is true? Yes. So when I say conscious, it doesn't mean that I'm not aware of it, but I'm not beating myself up for past mistakes. And we do this all the time, Chris. Oh, yeah. I just talked to people yesterday. I mean, I, every day I talk to people. Yeah, yeah. We beat ourselves up and we're like, oh, what a wretched person I am. I'm such a sinner. Well, no. We do sin, but we've got to identify with this is not my identity. Like when my kids growing up would make a mistake, I would say what you did was wrong, but that's not who you are. You're mm. better than that. So I, we have we have a friend who who takes that even one step further with her small children. You know, she basically has taught them there are no bad people. There are only bad action people. So it's okay. not their, 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 it doesn't become about their identity. It's about what they're doing. Yeah. And that's huge. That's yeah. it. I mean, and, and the world has trouble separating right. that because the world derives identity from behavior, but that's a whole nother topic. Yeah. Well, let me give you a practical example of this. So if I was trying to be understood and someone wasn't understanding me, but my desire is to be known and heard and seen, but they were stealing my voice by saying, you just sit over in the corner, so to speak, mm -hmm. that desire has to be met by God or else I'm going to try and defend myself or I'm going to try and make myself be seen or heard. And then that's where sin comes in. That's where I'm like, oh, I'm going to make you listen to me. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? How we yeah. can walk? But if we can go and recognize like, wait a minute, I really want to be seen and heard and known. Jesus, what do you say? So then I go to him, I go to his word and I go and have an encounter with him in prayer, because prayer is really what I call listening prayer mm -hmm. of contemplative prayer, not talking so much, but just asking him questions and engaging. And I, I, I want to say that, you know, you, you walked me through some exercises, or, you know, on our phone call previously, yeah. that it, that's a challenge for me, because I'm used to talking. And sometimes listen, I mean, Lisa, I'll tell you, sometimes I'm not the best listener. So uh, when, when you had me asking God questions, it's like, there was this long, awkward pause because I'm not used to listening. So that can be a challenge for people, but it's right. so important because that's where the breakthrough happens. Well, and let's talk about that. What happened once, yes, it's unfamiliar and it's uncomfortable at first. And I even said, I am right here. I'm safe. I'm in no judgment zone. There are no rights and wrongs, but let's talk about what you're experiencing what did that do for your heart? <sighs> it was just, it was just awkward. The whole thing was, it just felt awkward to me because I'm a, you know, I'm a get things done kind of guy. I'm a task oriented person. So sitting there, you know, okay, let's try to touch our emotions. And it's like, I know I had, no, I'm not saying I don't have emotions. I do have, I mean, Lisa will tell you, I can be 
passionate and loud and, you know, I can display emotion, but to connect with it at that heart level, that was not something I was used to doing. Right. But what did you experience as a result of it? Well, I mean, I, I sent you the email the other day. I was like, wow, that, that changed some things. You know, it gave me clarity to, on, on some direction things that I was asking. And it gave me courage to move forward in some things yeah. that I was hesitant about because I was unsure. And I think part of that is just gaining more experience. I mean, I've had a lot of experience that God is trustworthy. But, you know, every now and then we, we, we can drift out of that or, or we're stepping into something even new or, or something that's new that we need even more right. of that experience to know that God is still faithful. He's still trustworthy. Yeah. You know, I, it's one thing to know it up here, but yeah. when you, 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 you own it, when you know it in your heart. Yeah. Well, and what he did was he gave you value and worth that affirmation that you were wanting that I, that I wasn't willing to admit I wanted because of all of that past, you know, training that said those things are not of God. Right. So if I, I, you know, I wouldn't even let myself want. Yeah. Because the things I really, that, that God wired my heart to want, yeah. I was told were not of God. Right. So that created that weird conflict of, you know, yeah, I can do stuff and I can move forward and I can have a relationship with God. But there's this one area over here. We're just going to kind of wall that off and we're not going to go there because I've been told that's bad. Right. But yet that's who God made me to be. Correct. And that's where it's the word. And it's knowing that by by allowing, giving him permission, because we do have to give permission to say, Lord, I will let down my guard to let you in and I will experience you in a way that maybe I've never allowed myself or knew I could do because religion always wants to devalue people. Mm. They always put our human condition, like we're just so wretched and we're so down and how can God. Sinners saved by grace. Well, no, no, no. We were sinners and then we were saved by grace. Now we're saints. Right. And so he wants to have that, that encounter with us. And so that's where it's having the safety and security. You know, we want that peace. We want that rest. We want his protection And so what this does is just helps us go to, we can, like, I'll take a scripture and then just turn it into a question. God, how, like I said, how can I rest in your love right now? How do you want to give me your peace right now that surpasses all understanding? Because I don't have understanding for the situation right now, Mm -hmm. but yet your peace will guard my heart in mind, in, in mind, in Christ Jesus. Jesus, how do you want, can I, and one of my questions too, I'll ask is, Jesus, if I give you my pain, what will you give me in exchange? Mm. And that's where I always take people on the cross. Like yesterday, I was saying, I, I told you off camera mm-hmm. that I prayed with, with someone that was been giving a really bad doctor report. And we, I led her through the experience of looking, putting that on Jesus on the cross mm-hmm. and knowing that's part of our salvation is yeah. all of these benefits, but putting that pain on Jesus, because it says he who knew no sin was made sin so that we would be made the righteousness of God in Christ. There's that exchange. Yeah. So as I give you my pain, Jesus, what do you want to give me in exchange? And having him tell her that versus me yeah. quoting a scripture to her. 
She yep. knew the word, but <laughs> she needed to encounter the living word for yeah. her. And what that did was give her so much peace and rest. And you could physically see in her body that release. Yeah. And that's why we're spirit, soul, body. We've got to minister to all three aspects, not just focusing on the word and the spirit, because too many people have relationship with the word and not the living word. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's Jesus. Huge. Yeah. The, the person and, and making person. it personal rather than intellectual. Correct. They know it here. They know God loves them in their brain, but they're not encountering it in their heart. So that's why they're striving. So what I love about this, Chris, is it takes the performance off the table. I'm no longer striving to get these needs met. Jesus never asked anybody in scripture what they needed. He asked them what they wanted. That is huge right there. You know, what is your desire? You know, you're, you're, Faith has given you what you wanted. All of those things. I mean, you go through the the Gospels, yeah. you see it over and over and over again. Yeah. And like you said, he never asked people what they need. He asked them what they want. Yeah. And they what, asked them what, what they can I do, what can I do for you? Is you yeah. know those yeah, those are the kinds of questions he asked. Yeah. And what do you see? Right. Mm -hmm. And that's where with you, when we, we did that, you encountered Jesus in a way that was very different for you. But then I was able to help you understand how that all fit together. And it's a beautiful process mm. because well, it gave and, you clarity. And, and, and not only that, but it releases people. I mean, I feel like I've been released to do yeah. something that's been, I've been, you know, well, I mean, we talked about it. There was something holding me back and I couldn't put my finger on it. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've been, you know, God gave me some clear direction, yeah. but yet I wasn't moving forward. And excuse me. <clears throat> and just by working through some of these things, and again, it was a heart issue. And who, who knew that I have heart issues? I mean, I, I'm fine, right? I teach the word. I'm good. <laughs> well, guess what? We all need to tune up from time to time. Yeah. Because we all have limiting beliefs based on past experiences. And you can't move forward sometimes until you have these things uncovered to say, oh, that's why I'm still struggling. And now it's like, oh, I'm not struggling with that anymore. Yeah. That's the freedom that Jesus gives. And it makes sense because Jesus said his yoke is easy and his burdens light. There was a whole long, I mean, years and years of my walk with Jesus. I never, I mean, I'm like that. He, he must have been lying because everything that I'm doing feels heavy and hard. You know, that can't be right. Yeah. That can't be. That's what I thought. I was like, I knew it was in the word. I knew it was true, but it just was so contradictory to my own experience. But what you're talking about is how that plays out rather than trying to force ourselves to, to meet some standard. Yeah. We come to Jesus and, and we, we allow him to take all the junk. Yeah. Yeah. We just kind of empty our trunk right there and then yeah. we move on with a lighter yeah. load and then, it's, then it is lighter and easier. Yeah. And you've had breakthrough. Look at all the creative ideas and, and, clarity now that you've yeah. gotten as a result. And I know it was, and I told you right from the very beginning, I said, I know this is hard for you and it's hard to be vulnerable if you're not used to it, but you're in that safe place because Jesus wants to encounter you in this way to help show you there's emotional healing and wholeness to set you free, to really then give you the desires of plans yeah, and dreams. But if, when you have those emotional desires that we are born with those core needs met 
it opens up everything. You know, G I love Jeremiah 33, three, it says, um, I'll just paraphrase it. Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things you do not know. Yeah. I love that because yeah. we don't know what we don't know. It's true. And that, and that, the thing about, you know, blind spots is we can't see them. Yeah. And, yeah. and that, that was really what I was, you know, what was holding me back was a blind spot. And I'd been praying for months, Lord, show me, Lord, show yeah. me. And then he brought, you know, that conversation. Yeah. So, so that really did help me. And I, I would encourage folks, you know, if you're looking for breakthrough, you know, Lori's somebody who can help you get there. Um, how can folks connect to you, Lori? Uh, two ways. My website is the easiest, lauriksnyder.com, which you have right there on the screen. And it's also Brilliant. in the description of the video. So yeah. I encourage you to click on that. And, yep. and, and where should they go on your website, Lori? Uh, well, work with me if they're wanting um, personal coaching or mentoring. I'm kind of a hybrid. I, you know, it's coaching, but it's really um, in, a, in a way that I call wisdom and wellness. Mm -hmm. um, and so, and it's tailor-made. So reach out to me there, work with me. And then I have my podcast, which is free, which I do weekly. And, um, that's where I help people encounter, um, or really grow deeper in their relationship with the Lord and know yeah. their value and purpose. And, um, and you I can find that, her. find her podcast on her website. So I encourage yep. you, yep. um, go to lauriksnyder.com and check out her podcast, you know, just listen for a bit and see if her approach or, or you know, get to, get to know her through her audio <laughs> and then, then see if you want to work with her. I, I, I'm a fan because like I said, that it, it was one of those impromptu things where, you know, have you got time? Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Why not? And <laughs> wow. What a, what a beneficial time that was. Yeah. It's good. That's so good. Yeah. Would you, would you pray for folks and, yeah. and just kind of release the pressure if you could, um, yeah. so that they can experience God in a new way at a heart level. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Father God, I thank you that you are a heart God and we want to love you with our whole heart, mind, soul, and strength and love our neighbor as ourself. And we have to love ourselves. So help us with that. Lord, we, I just pray third John two everyone over everyone that we would prosper, thrive in all things, even in our health, just as our soul prospers. So I just release wholeness in every aspect of our life, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, relationally, physically, financially. And so I just pray a blessing for everyone that when they draw near to you, you draw near to them and that they would just invite you in and say, Lord, I invite you. I call upon you to show me great and mighty things that I do not know. So I can experience the freedom and the joy and the peace that Christ died to give me mm -hmm. in Jesus name. Amen. 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 So Lori, somebody was asking if you were on Facebook and, and I would just say, hey, go to Lori's website. And then on the left-hand side, you'll see her social media yeah. um, links. And you can connect with her there on Facebook or YouTube or Instagram yeah. um, and, and connect with her that way. So yeah. awesome. Thank you so much, Lori. I'm looking forward to the next time we get together on our Two for Tuesday. Lori, thank you so much. Thanks, we'll see everyone else next time. Bye-bye. Friend, I hope this podcast has blessed you. And now here is a way that you can really bless me in return. 
First of all, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast so you don't miss any episodes. And then go to Apple Podcasts, leave me a written review along with a five-star rating. This not only encourages me to keep going and producing these episodes, but it makes it possible for others to learn about this podcast as well. Then go ahead and take a screenshot of this episode or your review and then share it on your Instagram and Facebook stories and make sure you tag me at Lori K. Snyder. So then I can share you and my stories and then we can just be social together. Together we can reach more people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and this podcast helps make that possible to fulfill the Great Commission. Thank you so much and God bless.